If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus our Lord, <clears throat> and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 4 and 16, starting with Psalm 4. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast set me at liberty when I was in trouble. Have mercy upon me, and hearken unto my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will ye blaspheme my not honor, and have such pleasure in vanity, and seek after falsehood? Know this also, that the Lord hath chosen to himself the man that is godly. When I call upon the Lord, he will hear me. Stand in awe, and sin not. Commune with your own heart, and in your chamber, and be still. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There be many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart, yea, more than when their corn and wine and oil increase. I will lay me down in peace, and take my rest. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest me dwell in safety. Psalm 14 the foolish man has said in his heart, There is no God. I think uh, Psalm 16. Oh, I'm sorry. No Preserve me, O God, for in thee have I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, Thou art my God, I have no good like unto thee. All my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. But they that run after another God, They'll have great trouble. Their drink offering of blood will I not offer, neither make any mention of their names within my lips. The Lord himself is the portion of mine inheritance, and of my cup 
Thou shalt maintain my lot. The lot is fallen unto me in a fair ground. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning. My rains also chasten me in the night season. I have set the Lord always before me, for he is on my right hand, wherefore I shall not fall. Wherefore my heart is glad, and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For why, thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. Thou shalt show me the path of life. In thy presence is the fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there is pleasure for evermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixteenth verse of the third chapter of the book of Ezekiel. Now it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, I have made you a watchman for the house of Israel. Therefore hear a word from my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say to the wicked, You shall surely die, and you give him nor, no warning nor speak to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, that same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hand. Yet if you warn the wicked, and he does not turn from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity, but you have delivered your soul. Again, when a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, and I lay a stumbling block before him, he shall die. Because you did not give him warning, he shall die in his sin, and his righteousness, which he has done, shall not be remembered, but his blood I will require at your hand. Nevertheless, if you warn the righteous man that the righteous should not sin, and he does not sin, he shall surely live, because he took warning. Also you will have delivered your soul. Then the hand of the Lord was upon me there, and he said to me, Arise, go out into the plain, and there I shall talk with you. So I arose and went out into the plain, and behold, the glory of the Lord stood there, like the glory which I saw by the river Kabar, and I fell on my face. Then the Spirit entered me and set me on my feet, and spoke with me and said to me, Go, shut yourself inside your house, and you, O son of man, surely they will put ropes on you and bind you with them, so that you cannot go out among them. I will make your tongue cling to the roof of your mouth, so that you shall be mute and not be one to rebuke them, for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with you, I will open your mouth, and you shall say to them, Thus says the Lord God, He who hears, let him hear, and he who refuses, let him refuse, for they are a rebellious house. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Saviour. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath whipped down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, 
we promise to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, that was in the beginning, and is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here we begin at the fourth chapter of Paul's second epistle to the Corinthians. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. But we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourself to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our mortal flesh. So then death is working in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke, we also believe and therefore speak, knowing that he who raised up the Lord Jesus will also raise us up with Jesus and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that grace, having spread through the many, may cause thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. For thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, communion of saints, forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. 
and with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who has committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, put it into the hearts of many, offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, great making us new and contrite hearts, that we worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy command, and also that by thee we being defended from the fear of our enemies may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Meaning, welcome. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Our, um, we are in a, a season in Lent called the Ember Days. Today is Ember Wednesday. Uh, there'll be Ember Friday and Saturday. So there are three days that the church dedicates to pray for the increase of ministers um, to to help um, you know spread the ministry of of Jesus. And uh, we do this four times a year. And during the Ember Days, the readings are going to have. Uh, some kind of a, a ministerial flavor to them. And so we get here uh, the, the 16th verse of Ezekiel, chapter 3, uh, continuing from 16 through the, the end of the chapter. Um, Ezekiel is a prophet. He is His ministry is to Israel during their Babylonian captivity. So he, he goes with the first group of captives to Babylon, and his his job to be a prophet to Israel amidst amongst their captivity, and the other uh, reading comes from Second Corinthians. Saint Paul is talking about um, you know his ministry and and kind of the challenges uh, that come up. And both of these um, passages are connected, I think, with two main themes. One main theme is um, the nature of ministry in general. Like what what is ministry to the world? What is it like? Um, I think God uh, just kind of tells you up front um, that um, all of us who are participants in the church are gonna minister in some way to the people around us. And, and so what is ministry like? And the other one, um, the other theme deals with the importance of perseverance. And I think both of these are are kind of connected. Let's talk about what is ministry like. And um, 
in in the Ezekiel chapter, we are told that um, Ezekiel sent to a rebellious house. They're not going to listen to him, and that there are two kinds of people. There are the righteous, and then there are the unrighteous. And God is sending Ezekiel to preach to both of these people. And there's a couple of outcomes that will, will occur. One, he'll be preaching to the unrighteous person. And the unrighteous person will have two paths. Either they will repent and be saved, or they will continue in their unrighteousness and perish. And then uh, Ezekiel is also preaching to the righteous person who uh, must also therefore remain righteous. The righteous person may remain on that path of righteousness, or he could also repent of the righteousness and turn to evil and perish. And it's important to realize that uh, God does not hold Ezekiel accountable for the reaction that these two uh, groups of people may have to him. Um, <clears throat> God is only saying you need to minister to them so that they may know um, whether or not they're doing the right thing, what the right thing is. And um, the eighth verse of Psalm 16 also talks about this. I will thank the Lord for giving me warning, it says. So God is, is through an act of love telling people what the right way and the wrong way is so that they may choose the right way. They may have that opportunity to go the right way. And uh, St. Paul uh, talks about this. We, um, we have this treasure. We have this gift, the gospel of Jesus, um, the message that God gives us in earthen vessels. What he's talking about is that we have this gift that, that is given to us and it's given to, God is giving this to human beings, the earthen vessels. And it's human beings' job to spread this gift uh, to others. And I think the, the one passage of the Bible that, that really makes clear what ministry is, I think um, we didn't read tonight, but it's the parable of the sower, where the, the sower scatters seed and it can land on one of four different places. Either it can land in good soil and bear much fruit, it could land on the road um, and not sprout at all. Um, it could land in a place where a bird will capture it. It could land among thorns. And all of these are just different reactions one could have to the message of God. And uh, someone, uh, my professor who taught us, um, you know, sermon writing um, said, you know, this is what ministry is. Um, we are chosen by God to minister to others. Um, and God is giving us a gospel that we pass on to other people and other people may or may not accept it. But our job is to make sure that the seed that we're spreading is good. We have the seed, we make sure it's good seed, and we spread it. And whatever happens from there, um, these, are, these are things that happen. Um, people may or may not hear the message. And, um, the, and that brings me to the next point, is that perseverance is also an important part of our lives. Um, St. Paul talks about perseverance in that he gives this list of things um, that has happened to him. Uh, he says, um, let me find it. Yeah, we are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but do not despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. And 
he also says that you know the that the 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 god of this age has blinded those so they do not believe and so what you know saint paul's talking about is that that we're going to run into some trouble when we are ministering to others we're going to run into roadblocks um he's you know it's we are battling the enemies of the soul the world the flesh and the devil and those things are not going to go quietly into the night they're going to give up a fight and our job is to not become dismayed to the point that we give up or not become crushed to the point we do not go back um, and seek God. And um, and so the point is that we must continue to persevere. Um, perseverance, uh, what the devil has won when he is able to, to say, you know, we give up and we're done. Uh, we must persevere. And this is shown in the Ezekiel chapter where you've got these four different types of people. You have the unrighteous who stays unrighteous or he repents and, be, and, and saves himself. Or you have the righteous who stays righteous or he repents and perishes. Um, the idea is that it doesn't really matter your state before. What matters is, is kind of the last state that you're at. Either you're a sinner who repented and are saved. Um, you're a sinner who chooses not to repent. You are a righteous person who stays righteous and are saved, or a righteous person who chooses to do bad and, and um, perish. And so um, that last state is important. That's why perseverance is important, because when we persevere, we ensure that our last state is one of seeking after God and that we don't lose heart and we don't turn away from God. And so perseverance um, is, is a very important thing in ministry that we continue along and, and um, persevere in our own faith, that we may receive that gift from God to, to give on to others. Just a couple of thoughts on tonight's lessons. Um, it's Wednesday evening, so we will continue um, with a uh, reading of the Litany for the Church and Evangelism. You can click the chat bar, link in the chat bar on the right, and follow along by saying aloud the italicized portions. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God for the increase of ministry and ministers within um, our diocese and the parishes and communities our diocese is working with. We ask that God would uh, increase the faithfulness and maintain the faithfulness of the people in our church. And we ask that uh, God gives us a fruitful Lent and that we may enjoy Easter in a new way. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, sanctifier of the faithful, have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God, have mercy upon us. We seriously beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and then may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee so to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority. They may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and understanding of thy word, and that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. 
that it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. For meekly thy word, and receive it with pure affection, to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert, to comfort, and relieve all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. giving them patience in their sufferings and a happy shadow of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then may please to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Then may please to give us true repentance, to forgive us our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endure us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit. Amen our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That any pleases thee to have mercy on the faithful departed. Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God. That may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. And it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making myself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reasons for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to put it into our hearts, seek out and find thy lost sheep, and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good <clears throat> Lord. They may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with the power from on high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon this diocese and the communities our diocese is working with. Grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Lighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Rochelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. Hope you have a a, a great and wonderful Wednesday. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Thank you so Good much. Good night, everybody. Bye. Good night. God, that was a great teaching. Thank you. Thank you.